Welcome back, my fellow loogies. I apologize for the long wait. Got a little busy. Birthday weekends and uh, shit that you don't care about. And uh, well, you know, I'm a little late, so sue me. Uh, we're racking up the lawsuits. I think I said that last time too. Um, anyways, let's go ahead and get into this episode. We're gonna start with a little bit of league notes. Um, thanks. For for the money, everybody that sent it, just kind of chilling in the Venmo, uh, and the the winner will get that at the end of the year. And I'll, what we did last, I, I think I forgot to address it. There, there was a bunch of stuff happening in the uh, the chat. I think I did see someone say that they wanted to know what the uh, the payout situation was. I, what we did last year, and what I think I would like to do is second place gets their money back. Whoa. Pretzel burp. Apologize. Uh, this is a very professional podcast. Um, so second place will get their money back, and first place will uh, uh, get the rest. <laughs> um, I, I think that's kind of the way it should be. Um, we can put a vote to whatever. Uh, if you guys want to reach out and let me know if you guys think that would is the proper structure, uh, we'll do whatever you guys want. Um other than that, all I really had was I, I'm curious. I would also I might make a poll in the thing too, where you guys can just let me know. Uh, I've actually been enjoying the preseason games, which I feel like I normally don't. I, I normally feel like I get like a little bored, um, and maybe it's only because it's one week. But normally I feel like I get bored in like one game. But I've actually been into several of these games, and I don't know if it's deeper classes or maybe just the fact that we didn't have preseason last season and maybe that's why I'm kind of ultra in is just the fact that uh, preseason wasn't there before Uh, or maybe just the you know longing for some bit of normalcy I'm not sure what it is but I've actually found myself enjoying preseason maybe maybe it's because the Steelers have more preseason battles than they normally do a couple across the offensive line Uh, I had some on defense but one of those is gone now, and then, you know, just guys pushing guys maybe more than I'm used to. The lineup's usually pretty set. Even uh, Mason Rudolph <laughs> and Dwayne Haskins, who, hey, you know what? You can suck it. Dwayne Haskins has actually looked okay. I'm excited to see him get the run with the ones and see how bad he looks. See if he looks better than Mason, at least. Um, I guess we can go ahead and carry that over into more of the NFL news that I have taken from the preseason, which is uh, the Jags suck. Um, that uh, Watched a little bit of that game. Trevor Lawrence looks like a generational talent, but he also looks like a guy who's going to be running for his life. Uh, I know it was just preseason, but, uh, man, I don't know. I'm excited about my Marvin Jones stock, but other than that, I'm I am scared for for Jacksonville's offense. Don't know how the Urban Meyer project is gonna work out. Um, I also think Burrow is in trouble. That line is not looking great. Uh, 
And one interesting thing, and I know it's just a Homer thing, but or maybe it's not. I don't know. I think it is actually pretty interesting. The Steelers went from like one of the worst. Well, I would say it depends on how you want to word it. They had some of the least amount of cap space entering this offseason, and now they have the 11th most. In the last couple of days, they've restructured contracts, they traded for a guy, and they're paying half of the guy's salary, essentially, against the cap. So they're doing a lot of things. They're making sure that they're, they went from having around $4 million to having $20 million. And that's just, I don't know. The reason I'm getting at this is if you have a player on your favorite team that has been rumored to be traded, in the next couple days, keep a close eye on it. I would not be surprised if the Steelers, I don't know why you would just free up $16 in cap space uh, for this season if you weren't going to make a move. So keep an eye out. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think we can go ahead and get into... The roster breakdowns. Breakdown! Yeah! Your team fucking sucks! Oh! Okay. Uh, this week... Uh, the next team up I don't think is going to be too much of a surprise. I think if you've been kind of looking around at the competition, you might know who this was going to be. But it's going to be uh, Brian's team, Team B. Yoder Pack. Um, and, yeah, some of it does kind of have to do with the fact that uh, obvious Packers fan here, you have <laughs> four Packers starting. I know they're a good team, but it's just typically not what you want to do. And... Uh, and fantasy football and you know me doing grades I'm gonna grade against you a little bit if half your starting offensive lineup is from one team um that being said uh we'll go ahead and jump in uh, position by position and the first position is quarterback that's the way we've been doing it no reason to stop now and it's Dak Prescott and I is the starting quarterback um and then you've got Tom Brady on the bench and Trevor Lawrence coming up there on the taxi squad and I gave this group a five because it's even though I said and I believe it I think Trevor Lawrence is in some trouble I think I still do have to grade him as the prospect that he is that he can be great and then we have Dak Prescott here already who can who has shown he's a top five quarterback even though his foot wasn't connected to his body not that long ago um and then you have, of course, you know Tom Brady there too. So it's you have uh, somebody who in the now has shown it, and you have somebody who is the goat, and then you have a guy who is the most promising prospect that we've seen since Andrew Luck. So uh, who, coincidentally, might be running into a similar situation in the AFC South. But still, I think that group deserves a five. I, I don't know what you could ask for more. You have somebody in every kind of category you have a a young proven player who uh just got a huge contract extension and is looking to be one of the best for a while you have one of the best of all time and you have generational prospect Uh, that's a five in my opinion uh the next position group 
is the running backs. On this one, I gave a three, which if you look just at the starting lineup, you might be surprised because Aaron Jones and David Montgomery, I mean, that's two top ten running backs right there. Uh, But after that, it's Dietrich Evans, Sonny Michelle, Josh Kelly, and Jeff Wilson. And uh, sorry if I'm not excited about those. (laughs) On the taxi squad, we have Kylan Hill. And uh, I'm honest, I just kind of read that at a glance. It's Kylan Hill, right? Yep. Um. Yeah, don't love, don't love that. Uh, on your bye week, you're gonna be hit. There's not even anybody you can really throw in there. Uh, so that that's gonna be a problem. But the the two starters, I mean, you have two guys who have top ten potential. David Montgomery is supposed to get twenty touches a game, which I don't, you know, we'll see. I'm wary of. When teams say stuff like that, like "Oh yeah, for sure, we're you know, I'm the coach," but and I I knew we needed more carries last year, but this time, yeah, I got it. I'm gonna make sure he gets more carries. Like, you're the coach. If anybody could have made that decision last year, it was you. Why didn't you do it? Uh, you found any reason to give Cordell Patterson or Tariq Cohen or any any guy touches that isn't named David Montgomery? And now I'm just supposed to believe that. Now, now you get it. Now you're going to give him the ball all the time. Okay, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but Aaron Jones is just super efficient. Um, and and Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers did come back, so he's going to continue to be good. But this group gets a three from me just because after those two, um, I mean, there isn't even anybody that's going to get snaps. Uh, Dietrich Evans is a handcuff. Sony Michelle is probably third on this death chart now. Uh, and Joshua Kelly is probably going to get cut. <laughs> Jeff Wilson's on the pup. I mean, there, there's just there's literally not people getting snaps. So uh, this group's a three, and that's probably pretty high, honestly, for this team. Uh, the wide receiver group, I gave them a three and a half. Um, and they have Monty Adams, Kenny Galladay, Antonio Brown, and Michael Gallup. I, I do like this group, but... Uh, did I say Antonio Brown? I meant A.J. Brown. Um, I really do like A.J. Brown, uh, and Devontae Adams is who he is. But, you know, there's some uncertainty uh, there in Green Bay. Um, we'll, we'll see where he's, what he's going to do, uh, Devontae Adams, that is, where he's going to go, what Jordan Love's going to be like if he stays, if he's going to continue to be that kind of fantasy contributor. Uh Kenny Galladay is injured already. He's really struggled with soft tissue injuries in his career, and he's dealing with another one now. So I don't know how much I love that, especially with uh, Danny Penny's throwing him the football. And then A.J. Brown is great, but again, it's a low-passing volume offense, and you have Julio Jones there. So um, as long as he remains as efficient as he has been, then there shouldn't be any issues. Uh, but then beyond that, and this is why it's only a three and a half. I mean, the, you got Jamison Crowder and Russell Gage, and that's that's it. <laughs> uh, if anything happens to Kenny Galladay, which it already has, you're in some hot water. Um, so I couldn't rate that group too high. Uh, the next group is the tight end, and I gave this group a, a three. Um, that's you have Robert Tunyon. And Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry is already hurt. Um, and Robert Tunyon did 
prove that he can catch the ball in the red zone, but not really anywhere else. So maybe he's going to be, but maybe he just is the really uber efficient guy who's going to have a touchdown rate of like 10% of his catches are touchdowns, but I'm not going to bet on that. So I couldn't rate this group too high. Not going to go too far into it, but I mean, Hunter Henry and John Smith are two of the five highest paid tight ends, but both of them are on the injury report right now. And their quarterback is not exactly anybody that I trust. And that's either Mac Jones or Cam Newton. So um, I think this is a middle of the road group. Uh, No way around it really, in my opinion. Uh, The next group is the kickers. Or kicker, I should say. And uh, you have Matt Prater here. And I know he's a name. He's a name that most people know. But I gave this a three. He was not that good last year. Um, The Cardinals tend to score when they get in the red zone. And he just kicks a lot of extra points, and he doesn't really have the leg that he used to. So he's pretty pretty average kicker as far as kickers go. Um, and the defense, I mean, we've got Pierre Paul, Cam Hayward, Von Miller, and Kendricks, Eric Kendricks, sorry. Uh, but we, this is a pretty loaded group, and I gave it a four and a half, or a four, sorry. He also has a lot of guys on the bench. Justin Simmons is on his bench, uh, Chase Young. I mean, this is... This is a, a pretty good group. I, I think there are some, even though there are a ton of names, I think there, a lot of them are a little average, but the top, top names are really, really good. So I gave this group a, uh, a four, and that gives them an overall of a 21 and a half. Um, so let me flip through here. I have my grading system. Very professional podcast. Yeah, I, I take a lot of notes, guys. There's work going into this. You hear all those pages, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's going to be a... Uh... Hold on, math's not my strong suit. That's going to be a B-, minus, I believe, by my grading scale. Um, and, yeah, I, I, get, I, I think... It kind of speaks that there is some parity in this league. I don't think any of the teams are really bad. Um, so, again, this team isn't bad. It's towards the bottom. I think there are just some pretty elite teams at the top. Uh, and this one, I, I think there's just way too many defensive players. There are probably four teams that I would say that about, um, and I will when we get to them. Uh, I just think that the depth is really struggling here. And, like, uh, I think we talk about players like, oh, this guy's injury-prone. Almost all players miss a game here or there. Uh, So this is one of those teams that because there's so little depth at almost every skill position group, when one of those guys goes down, it's going to hurt, even though the top guys are elite. Um, Well, that's going to be it for for this one, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And... uh, Try to be better about getting the next one out on time. We're going to start pumping these out pretty quickly. Um, yeah. All right. Suck my balls. Bye. 
Beep, 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 beep,